I was given a crystal that showed me the end of the world and told me that I could stop it. It gave me knowledge to prevent the coming wave of nothing. So I began my work. I made weapons that could push back horrors unimaginable. Monsters to fight nightmares. And if the press is to be believed, I became one myself. I lost everything. And I would gladly burn it all down again to prevent what I've seen. I wonder, sitting here in this cell, who has that crystal now? Do you think it's telling them that they can be a hero too? Hey folks, welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on story t- or telling character-driven stories through a GM-less tabletop games except for today where we can all take the lead. Uh, you can today. find us on you can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at FTLcast. Today we're playing Blades in the Dark by John Harper. Uh, for those of you new to the game, here are the few basics. Basically, we are thieves in a in a kind of magical industrial city named Loom. Um, it is if Blade is kind of the idea is if Blade Runner and uh, Charles Dickens kind of slammed into each other at the same time with like a lot of noir themes on top of that. Uh, <laughs> the first time I heard the Charles Dickens bit. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I think I, 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 late industrial, like second industrial yeah, revolution, was a big hit, big thing for me. So um, the. Uh, Today, we are, the group is going to be playing a group of thieves who have been hired to go and do some thief stuff. Um, the, uh, we'll be using uh, 
dice to like you know we'll be we'll be doing you know basic D and D stuff except this isn't D and D. I'm just gonna refer to everything as D and D. I was like, shit, do I need a D twenty? Hold on. <laughs> no, no. We'll be using D sixes to determine the outcomes for solutions. There will be three levels of outcome for everything. There will be uh, a failure, a partial success, and a full success. Uh, the amount of D sixes that people roll on this will be based on the skill that they have in a particular skill, uh, the level of skill that they have in a particular skill. Um, and that will basically give them a greater chance of success. Uh, they will be doing, they'll also be able to use a resource called stress, um, which, uh, is exactly what it sounds like. It's stress, um, (laughs) to either push themselves to do better at a particular task, uh, push themselves to have set something up in the past to help them in, in the present, or to resist some sort of negative outcome for a result. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it for Blade, like, you know, high-level Blades in the Dark overview. Um, so, um, the, uh, I'm Brian. Uh, you can find me at RoomwearPod uh, on Twitter and Instagram and uh, also on the podcast, The Room Where It Happened. Uh, we, uh, today I'm going to be kind of running a, a definitely not a GMless game <laughs> for the crew. Um, set Crossover. in our yeah, set in our world of Loom that we play in our game on uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, today, playing with me, uh, we have uh, Dora. Hi, I'm Dora. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Harpy Dora, and my pronouns are they them. And Kales. Hi, I'm Kales. You can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords, and my pronouns are also they, them. And Mab. Hi, I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter at Little Lady Mab, and my pronouns are she, her. Our lines today are th- things that we absolutely do not want to see are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, attacks by dogs and unwanted pregnancies. Our veils, things that we uh, are fine with addressing but will kind of fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic depictions of bodily harm. Uh, now that that's all the way, let's go ahead and get started. Yeah. Sorry, what's your all's intro? Like I usually do. It's all good. <laughs> it goes uh, it flavor. So um, let's go ahead and s- do you guys want to go ahead and set the scene uh, set the scene first or you want to introduce your characters first? Uh, we usually introduce our characters first, so okay. if we're keeping with the Yeah. Then let's go with that. I would prefer that, so Okay. Um okay. starting at the top, I guess. Um I'm playing uh, uh, Hattori Hikari, uh, who uses they-them pronouns. Um, Their alias is Hato. Um, Their playbook is The Lurk. Um, And it says that um, you earn XP when you address a challenge with stealth or evasion. It's kind of, uh, uh, you know, you're you're typical when you think of a thief. Uh, That's The Lurk. Um, The most thief-like thief. Yes. (laughs) The most thief-like of our thieves here. Um, their heritage is um, pigeon aracocra, um, and uh, their background is uh, merchant. Uh, they learned how to use fine tools repairing things in their parents' shop. Um, it's since fallen on hard times, which is why Hato moonsli- moonlights as a thief. Um, their look is clean and well put together for someone of middling means. It's easier to say you belong somewhere when you look respectable, and then if you're dressed in an all-black cat suit. Um <laughs> 
Their vice is faith. Uh, they attend Sashmir's religious study classes every so often. Um, nice. Their belief is do no harm but take no shit, and their drive is leave no one and nothing behind. Okay. Awesome. And uh, next up would be uh, Kales. Um, okay, so I'm playing an elf, uh, and as we all know, as everyone here knows, um, elves in Loom are an interesting sort. Um, so my character is named, uh, when every starfall brought you to tears again, we are the very hurt you sold, um, but they go more commonly by the alias Vienna. Um, like I said, they're an elf. Um, they're an, the playbook I'm using is the spider, uh, which just basically says when you play a spider, you earn XP when you address a challenge with calculation or conspiracy. Um, their background is the underworld. They grew up on these streets. Um, they are, uh, the way I usually describe them is they're a lipstick and lace gangster. Um, but uh, like Arabella by the Arctic Monkeys, if she were a lipstick and lace gangster instead of like... A song. Um, <laughs> it was, in fact, a corporeal being. <laughs> yeah, it was, in fact, a corporeal be- being instead of a, instead of a song. Um, their vice is stupor. Um, they tend to go to dream dens uh, when they need to unwind a little bit and get out of their own head. Um, their look is... I, I did a little bit of this already, but they are also uh, pale to the point of being colorless and very, very short. Um, shit, what else should I say? I need to I need to actually write a belief in a drive, but that's what I got so far. Okay. Yeah. Think about that. We'll get, we can swing back around into it. Um, also, yeah. I imagine that they're relatively young as far as elves go. If oh, they've yeah. grown up in this city. So they're like river-aged... So yeah. young for an elf, which is like, you know, some anywhere between like 60 and 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not an old they're not an old person, mm-hmm. not in the slightest. OK, and then we have Mab. So I'll be playing a tabaxi, um, a black cat. I have a note here is if what if my cat Lucy were a tabaxi <laughs> um, and her name is Crawling Vines Warned by Summer Sun, a.k.a. Vines. And uh, the playbook that I have is the Whisper playbook, and uh, her um, her playbook special XP gainer is address a challenge with knowledge or arcane power. Um, the vice that she has is weird. She likes to make spirit charms and wards and sigils to sell on the side to make a little extra money. Her um, heritage again, I just picked Tabaxi. And the background, I sort of made up a background instead of using one of the Blades ones, and that's an illusionist or a spiritualist. And she used to, um, you know, the the kind of thing that Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was really super into, going to, like, spiritual mediums and um, stuff like that. She was that spiritual medium and um, was really good at tricking people into believing what they wanted to see and hear. Uh, Little did you know that... People might think it's smoke and mirrors. It was literally ghosts because that's what she can do. Um, Her look is um, like black leathers and she does have like little interwoven bits of small bits of bone and metal. Um, But she has a really roughly fluffy gray shirt that kind of like looks like a nice, nice little ruffle in the front and uh, tight fitting pants and knee high boots all dark and gray and black. Um, and she's a fancy girl. So she's very 
very elegant looking um, for also being kind of a rowdy girl. So, you know. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, her belief is never do anything in half measures, never be subtle, and never let anyone else doubt just who left the mess behind. And the drive I was going to work on based on one of the moves that I have, which is ritual. Um, and uh, so just kind of we can make a ritual move or I can just use the one that's there. But, you know, her drive would probably be based on whatever rituals she's going to be performing. Okay. All right. And so the general, um, so you can, your ritual, let's see. Sorry, I'm looking over the ritual things here. Do, 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 do. Which also, um. <laughs> admittedly, I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about what her ritual could be. I put it down, and then I immediately forgot to yeah. contemplate my own sort of answer for it. I feel like we'll get there. But I was hoping to have her at least have it, like, prepared ahead of time, so as soon as they're in the fray, that if she needs it, she can use it. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I guess that brings us to what you guys are doing so i uh the conceit that we're going with is that you you all have been sort of a crew at least for a little while uh long enough to have gained enough renown that people either can come to you with jobs or give you information about jobs that sort of thing Mm -hmm. um it is going into summer in the city uh things have been a little upset uh, upsetting as of late uh there have been like a number of sort of like high profile attacks by like monsters in the streets uh churches have been being attacked uh the like priests priests of churches have been being like hauled in by the religious kind of military police of the uh of of the city called the keepers um, for communing with wanted fugitives and allowing demonic contact inside of their churches and everything. Um, not to mention that the head of the kind of criminal underworld as of late, or the current criminal underworld, Jimmy the Squid, uh, he kind of disappeared and has left a power vacuum in his wake that is uh, threatening to basically turn into like an all-out gang war. Um, and that's kind of where we find you find you all. Uh you you all get contacted by uh, by a gentleman. Uh, he is he's a tiefling, which is like a, for those of you not like well versed in like D and D races, is a person with a hit like a a background where they're definitely like they one of their ancestors a long time ago definitely got it on with a devil from hell. <laughs> um, but right now they're 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 they are no more different from like a normal person. They just happen to have horns and maybe goat feet sometimes and sometimes a tail. Um and different colored skin. Uh he's like an older guy. Uh he's in probably his mid fifties, though when you look into his eyes, he looks like he's I don't know, a trillion. Um he has yellow eyes and purple skin, uh, and kind of like shorter pointier horns. Uh he dresses well, but like he would have been the height of fashion like thirty years ago. Um, so he just kind of looks, which makes sense because he's like 50, so <laughs> it's probably when the, the height of fashion that he's kind of stuck in. Um, and he comes to you with a job. Um, uh, he kind of, how does, how does he come, how does he contact you all? Where's like our base of operations? Yeah. 
that was going to be my neck. I was like, where are we? Yeah. Um, your base, I mean, your base can frankly be anywhere you want. The city is like kind of loosely divided into like three sort of economic sections. Uh, the east side where there's a river, uh, where a lot of the commerce kind of come, like the kind of commerce comes through where there's a little bunch of docks and everything is generally the lower income section of the city. Um, then, uh, west of the river, uh, there's a large section of basically middle income, normal, like everyday folks. There's a lot of retail shops. There's a lot of residency spaces, but very few green spaces in the city at that kind of point. And then further west um, is sort of the like higher, like the high rises, um, the things built with like buildings built with magic. Uh, it's kind of like the, the the look of the city is if it like like a city slowly transitioned from like 1920s London to Dubai. Uh, <laughs> so like on one end you've got like. Um, brick architecture and kind of very low buildings and then on the other end you've got like skyscrapers that twist as they go up made entirely of glass um so uh anywhere you guys want like there's no crime is everywhere in this city like you know there, there's corruption <laughs> there's a through line of corruption all the way through it so so how awful would it be if our base of operations were in the basement of my parents shop i'm too fancy for that <laughs> I never do anything subtle. That's, I think I have my own storefront. Um, um, so like, I think I have like, I, I have a small business and we can have it out of there. It's probably in like the middle class oh, thing. Nice. Um, cause I can't quite afford high rent yet, but I'm, I'm gunning for one of those Dubai spots. Um, uh, what yeah. is your, um, what, what does your shop sell? So like it's not kitschy um things, but they're um they're it's kind of like I was gonna say like magical equipment. It's not quite like a, a store where wizards would go to to buy um oh, I'm forgetting all my D and D terms, but you know, well, like I mean, uh, in in this world magic is like a is a commodified commodified thing. So like the one of the right. things that I set up is like you use high level magic to do the most mundane bullshit. Like pe- people will put like a sixth level spell of sunlight into a pebble to put into a machine that makes sun tea. Like that's the level of uh, of flippancy Fancy, with magic. Bougie, bougie bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, she bougie bullshit. <laughs> bougie bullshit. Um, uh, it's like because she she sells like little spirit charms, and I think especially with the rise of like monster attacks, she can now remarket them as like wards that you can put up in your house to be like, uh oh, the monster is not gonna come get you because you got one of these fancy little doodads hanging up in your window. <laughs> Artisanal um, monster wards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Right, I dig. It. I dig it. So yeah. Um, so he, he kind of walks into the front of the shop. I imagine the other two are just kind of milling about because this is the, the cover facility. And um, you guys have like a – if somebody wants to engage directly into you in clandestine affairs, is there like a code word they talk about like say that they're on the level or do they just immediately come in and be like, hey, I want you to steal something? <laughs> um, yeah, you can pretty much come up to, to Vines and just be like, hey, I got to hire you for a job. I need something done. And she'll be like, all right, let's flip that sign over to closed. We'll take you in the back and we can hear you out. Okay. Yeah, so you guys flip, it, yeah, flip definitely. the sign over. You go into the back. Um, he uh, he immediately, like, takes a seat without being, without being asked. Um, he seems very comfortable in this. He, he does not seem um, concerned 
with uh with like he, he doesn't seem like nervous. This is a, seems like a very normal situation for him. Um, and uh, he takes a seat. He he relaxes into it. It's sort of uh, late morning, early afternoon sort of time. And uh, he's like, so I'm not going to. Uh, Frankly, I'm not going to beat around the bush uh, with anything. I need uh, I need an item taken from a high-profile target, and all of my contacts point to you all as being both skilled and a level of discreet that I need. Um, the target is uh, Stanton Slayton. He is the CEO of of the Kieran uh, Kieran Collective. He has something in his private collection. Uh, in his in his kind of in his house uh, that I need, uh, it is a well. I'll I'll describe it to you in a second. I don't know if you all are inter- like I just want to make sure you all are interested before I get I guess too deep into the deep it deep into uh, the uh, the game. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'm interested for sure. I don't know I, about my the other thing, but. I guess the other thing I need to put out there is that it's a tight time frame, and meaning I need this done. Like you, I need this taken care of tomorrow. Well, uh, here's the thing: you, there, you, there are three choices: fast, cheap, right. You get to choose two. I don't. Cheap isn't a thing that I'm worried about. I have enough right. resources to pay to get what I need. I just need what I need. Okay. Okay. So what I need is a, I don't know where it is inside of his private collection, uh, but I need a, it is a large, it doesn't look like a ruby, but it's kind of like a ruby. Uh, it's more angular than a ruby. I've only seen it once. Well, I haven't even really seen it. It's been described to me. Um, but I need that from his, I know for a fact that it is in his private residence. Uh, and that's unfortunately all that I have. I can give you some more tertiary information about the location, uh, but unfortunately I can't give you any more information about the object because I simply don't have it. Uh, but I'm willing to pay. Frankly, if you just name a price, I'll give it to you if you can deliver on, on this. So would you say tertiary information about the location? Does that include, like, blueprints of the house? Uh, I can get you rough blueprints. Um, oddly enough, Stanton Slayton doesn't let the blueprints of his blueprints on his house are not part of public record. They should be by uh, city ordinance. But last time oddly when I went enough. to go get a hold of them, they'd been lost in uh lost at some point, according to the mm. the t- secretary at the desk. But I can get you a I can get you a rough layout of the facility that I have. I don't have de- I don't have a detailed blueprint, but I have. I have, you know, at the very least, a rough layout of his house. Well, it's not really a house. It's more like a compound, but... Yeah. That'll work. Okay. Let me go ahead. And so he uh, goes ahead and he pulls that out for you. And I'm going to go ahead and post that in chat. Oh, now I have to change windows. I'm sorry. I don't know how to use any other software in my life. Uh, so I just drew things. I'm drawing you things on Photoshop paper in real time. You use Photoshop to make character sheets, but you can't use Photoshop to make a map? I'm, I'm, I do a lot of things like fast and dirty. Uh, 
<laughs> I know. That's what I she left. said. <laughs> so the uh, the layout of the facility is that it's kind of um, so it's it's just outside of town. Uh, it's on a fairly large plot of land. It's on like about five acres, um, and the house itself is not like it's it's a completely. Like it, the very least, it, like the front bits are fenced off, so people can't just jump in. Um, and but it's a little bit ways off from the road, but you can still kind of see the house. The architecture is definitely um, like Mexican American Spanish influenced. So there's two low buildings, and then a much taller two story building um, with a fountain in the middle that you know cars drive around and such. Um, the two low buildings, they, they are, uh, they have, like, uh, one of them has, like, large glass windows, and, uh, the, your benefactor will describe to you, like, I'm pretty sure that there's a pool in that building from, like, everything that I've, all the information I've been able to gather, because you can easily see into it. The other building, and every, the, the two-story building and the pool building, they, um, they have, uh... They have um, windows on them. The building on, if you're looking at the at the photo, the building on the uh, the right, it uh, has no windows on it, and seems to be a slightly different kind of build. Like it was added to this facility later than the other. Like the two of those buildings came with this property. One of those buildings was added later, um, and that's like he can give you kind of a baseline because he says that he's been inside of the house for a couple of different purposes um in the main two-story building it opens into a big foyer with uh with like steps and a chandelier and everything that lead up um to one side uh to the right side of it is stanton's he knows there's a study because he's uh, drinking he's or he's drinking he's had whiskey in there with stanton before and then on the opposite side is most likely a kitchen, though he's not been in that room, though it is attached to a dining room and food comes out of there, so he's got an educated guess on it. Uh, as for the second floor, he has no idea what's up there because he's never been up there. Hmm. Uh, any other information you all want? <clears throat> and also, like, he's given you just enough lead time that you could, pro- like, if you, if you hustle, you could maybe gather, gather some information on your all's own, but... Uh, he is adamant that this has to happen tomorrow evening. He, he is guaranteeing you that Stanton will not be at the house and it will give you a pretty large window to be able to get the item. Yeah. Will anyone else be at the house is what I want to know. Um, like guards his, yeah. or... Yeah. Uh, his He has a staff on hand. Um, you know, um, maids, cooks, house attendants, that sort of thing. Uh, he also does have a small security detail. Uh, from everything that I've seen, it can't be more than six people. Uh, though I imagine there's six fairly competent people, uh, considering the amount of the amount of money that I know that he spends on on his house staff. Um, he's 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 prone to bragging once you get him going. Uh, so so he's got at least at least six guards on hand. Um, though they kind of just do more like perimeter perimeter patrolling. There's a guard shack at the at the main gate of the compound that kind of checks everybody in. Though uh, the benefactor will kind of be like, I don't actually know if that guard's there 100 percent of the time. That may just be for special events. Um, but there is 
they do at least semi-regular patrols to make sure no one's coming in from the woods that are adjacent and on the property and everything. Right. Logical. Mm-hmm. Um, How big is this item that you're asking us to steal? Uh, from So, the way it's been described to me, it's it's a fairly large crystal that is about the person described it to me as the size of a good sized turkey it's a terrible description i don't know what that means but yeah, yeah. It, i would say it's probably about like a foot foot and a half tall all right so i don't it's need definitely a dolly from, to yeah. carry it out no that was you won't, yeah you won't need anything huge to carry it out and the way that it like I've never laid eyes on it, though the way it's been described to me, you'll know it when you see it. And if you guys come across uh, anything else in there that you decide to take, that is none of my business. Oh, good. I was just about to ask, what if we couldn't identify the correct ruby and we just pick a few others up along the way? Glad to know that's not an issue. I'm not going to be sad that Stanton Slayton is slightly less solvent (laughs) than he used to be. How... How many other people know about this? Are we likely to run into any competition? To my knowledge, no one... The thing that is going to have him distracted tomorrow evening, I don't think anyone else knows about. Uh, So I doubt that the building is going to get hit uh, at at the very least at the same time. Uh, because it would be ridiculously coincidental if, like, multiple groups showed up there to steal something (laughs) on the same night. But this particular object, uh, in question, it is a very small pool of people who know about it. I frankly can't imagine, outside of Stanton, myself, and maybe one other person, and now I guess you all, know of its existence. I hate to ask, is this one of those things where if we know about it and then we turn it over, you're going to have to kill us? No, I don't plan to kill you. Oh, good. good. Caveat. Don't want to... Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. If something were to go wrong, I imagine at some point, somewhere inside of Stanton's house, he's got an alarm. Uh, so, I implore you that if something goes wrong, just take the heat. Say that you were there on your own. You were not hired by anybody. And I guarantee you, you'll be breathing fresh air by the next day. If you say that you were hired by me, maybe you'll have other issues. Honey, we're professionals. We wouldn't tell anybody that we were hired for jobs. Mm, I know some folks who can be very persuasive uh, when they ask questions. I just want you to know what's on the line. I can pull as many strings as I as I need to, to get you either. I to get you out of jail. Uh, should it happen? It, should it happen? Just know that I can pull them in either direction, and you'll get out of jail one way or the other. Hmm. Good. I like the way you talk. So, um, do you guys need any inf- more information from him? He basically he says he'll meet you like here uh day after tomorrow. He'll he'll come back here and he'll pick up the 
pick up the item and uh, like he can give you uh, some advanced he'll give you he can give you an advanced payment if you need it uh, for resources or what have you uh, but he is uh, like you know full payment on completion of the item or on um, delivery delivery of the item and he actually explicitly says like if you can get this for me uh, I will let you go ahead and name your price at the time that I pick it up this is how much I need this cool hmm. Okay. <clears throat> you guys need anything else from him? Not that I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Explosives. <laughs> <laughs> I can make things explode just fine. Then I can't think of anything we need. <laughs> explosives. Oh, we've got explosives. Good. Oh, well, we're fine then. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, he... Uh, he thanks you all, uh, and he uh, slips back out of the shop. Um, actually, he stops for a second, um, and he notices one of the wards, and he's like, actually, let me go ahead and get uh, this, please. If I can go Certainly. ahead. Uh, yeah. Good luck, Chark. Thank right? you for your patronage. Always. And uh, he is gone. So, uh... Do 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 do. <laughs> That's rude. Okay, so, um, you guys have pr- probably, I guess, like, um, got a little over a day to do any sort of preparations, uh, if you need to, um. Just kind of tell me what you need to do, and we'll we'll suss it out. Um, I feel like I want to go talk to people. Okay. Um, also so that I can use all of my fucking points and consort right now. All that consort, consort the hell out of things. Okay, consort uh, the hell out of things. What are you talking to people about? What are you trying? What information are you trying to gather? Um, I think I'm trying to gather, I can't tell if I'm trying to, like, figure out what sort of shit Stanton, like, likes to keep, or if I want to figure out about his, like, detail. Mmm, those are both, so figuring out what, how much sweeter this score can possibly be, or not getting caught. (laughs) Yeah. The most thief of choices. I think, yeah. Um, so it might depend on what other people want to do, so I will... Well, I mean, Hato isn't really big on... Since we don't have, like, actual... Actual blueprints, there's not a whole lot Hato can do in as far as pre-prep, because, like, the thing that they're most interested in is what kind of... What kind of locks are on the doors kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I think they would push for finding about finding out about the guard detail to see if any of them can be bought off or or um if there are any sort of things that can be done to like if they're you know let me pause for my brain to catch up um like who they are as people like are they really afraid of spiders do we have to can can we cause can we cause like things to get them out of the way that don't involve necessarily harming them. Yeah. 
So that's what that's what Hato would push for. Because, like, the dude's loaded. We're going to be able to find stuff. You know, he's obviously loaded. We're going to be able to find stuff to, to sweeten the pot no matter what. Yeah, I think more of, like, what I was um, pushing for with um, finding out about the stuff that he collects is how does he treat it? What are we looking for? What are we looking at in terms of, like, Security how to wise, find this okay. thing? Like, does he keep um, things in safes? Does he display his art? Like, on pedestals in the middle of the room, that sort of thing. Yeah, sort of like, we don't, because we don't really have a blueprint of the house, sort of trying to figure out, like, what's the best place to start with in terms of looking for this thing. And uh, just to be clear, like, I'm not saying the blueprint of the house doesn't exist, it's just not easily, easily found. Because a blueprint of the house probably exists somewhere, but... Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I would have more luck talking to people about it, as opposed to trying to go get find the blueprint somewhere you know what i mean yeah okay yeah um yeah if you guys okay so we're going to figure out about what are we figuring out which thing are we doing guards Mm -hmm. guards or guards or uh swag Um, I'd prefer guards. I just want to know, like, a really good, solid layout of the building. You know, especially to figure out which in particular building. Because we have the one mystery building, and then the pool, and then the two-story building. But it could be in any number of those. Like, for all we know, he could hide a ruby at the bottom of a pool. Um, Why not? Because why not? He's an extra motherfucker. And um, just kind of, like, determining, and as much as we can, narrowing down points of entry and possible locations for uh for the score okay so let's ask about guards then okay all right and the detail yeah uh so how are we all right so we're consorting who are you consorting with give me a basic idea and i can i can get us get us there i just don't know how you want to approach this um i think Probably what this looks like is me going to some, like, bar or tavern where I know that, like, people are no friends of uh, Stan Slayton, um, which probably, honestly, is a lot of them. Actually, an easy an easy place to go to. Are, are you looking for people who are, like, personally have grievances with Stan Slayton or people who generally have problems with, like, the guilds who run the city? People who generally have problems with guilds who run the city. Probably people who, like, have worked details like this before, if possible. Okay. Yeah. So, um... I'm not biased. I don't need, like, someone who's got a personal grudge against Stanton. I've got enough of one on my own. (laughs) So, yeah. And I imagine this is also not the first time you guys have had to carouse a security guard or two. Um, Right, no. So you spend... You spend a good part of the day uh, pub crawling from uh, from place to place, and I so go ahead and I guess we need to do some sort. Oh no! One would imagine. I yanked my headphones out. Sorry. Oh, you okay? Yeah. Anything you said was just completely lost, though. Okay. No worries. Um. Okay. So. Alright, so yeah, uh, go ahead and... I'm assuming you're using Consort to do this. Yeah, okay. I fucking hope so. Okay. 
but yeah, so go ahead. So basically what you do is you find, you find, um, you find a lady, uh, she is, uh, she's explicitly, she is, um, she's, uh, like a dwarven lady. Uh, she kind of has, like, a, like, a faux hawk thing going on, but with, like, a we- the weird Obi-Wan Kenobi from episode one braid thing. Um, yes. Kind, like, a very fashionable version of the dwarves from 40, or from, uh, Warhammer. Um. Great. And, uh. She is, like, she, you actually, like, when you walk into the bar, you see that she's wearing, like, she has apparently just gotten off a shift, and she is wearing, like, bog-standard security guard outfit, which is, like, a black polo and some khakis, uh, <laughs> with, like, an insignia on it. Um, actually, it's, like, a key, it's the Kieran Collective, like, insignia on it. So, um, I guess go ahead and give me a roll, let's see how well you can sort, and then we can suss out what she, what she ends up giving you. Okay, so I have two little pips in consort, so that mm-hmm. means I roll 2d, right? Yeah, 2d6, and you take the highest. And then, because I have Weaving the Web, I gain 1d to consort when I gather information on target for a score. Okay, yep. So that would be 3d6. So that's and 3D6. this is also probably, like, this is a... Um, this is a, uh... Um... Controlled situation, so... Oh, lovely. Yeah, it's not... I love I, 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 Talking to somebody in a bar, and especially, like, in the middle of the day, this is not, like, a... You guys are not in a risky place yet, I don't think. Yeah, great. Uh, and let's just hope that my luck holds out, and my highest is a five. Oh, all right. So, yeah, it works out pretty okay. Um, so, this sort of, a five is a mixed success, uh, right? Yes, that's how Blades in the Dark works. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's one to, th- one to three is, a, is not good four to five is mixed and six is a full success yes i had two threes and a five so nice that worked out great um so yeah she uh she opens up to you pretty pretty well um the i guess your your line of questioning sort of like how do you how do you how do you saunter up and start this here conversation i want to know um i'm fully turning the charm up to 11 Mm mm-hmm and like straight up flirting it out of her. <laughs> All right, that's nice. I mean, listen, she's she's definitely never been hit on by an elf before. Um, even so, she's definitely had to interact with a lot of them uh, dealing with Stanton. Uh, so this is a this is a very good time for her. Um, do you just like how do you how do you uh, get what is the getting into the line of questioning look like? Um, I'm trying to. I feel like it's, I feel like it's, like, pretty naturally, like, asking, you know, sort of, like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what's that like? I've always wondered sort of things. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and she uh, kind of, she gives up the information. She's like, oh, yeah, I, I work for, um, I work for Keyword Collective. I'm on, like, personal detail. Uh, they've, re- like... It's usually a pretty boring job. Um, I'm mostly kind of like patrol. Like I'm not, and she's like, "Well, I'm not really supposed to tell you who I work for, but I work for Stan Slayton." I'm. And, and oh. She says that in a way like she expects you to have known uh, him, so which is kind of I guess probably interesting uh, since most elves are pretty like well connected into like city politics. Um, but uh, I know him enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shh, tell me about it. Uh, 
And uh, so she she goes through and she can like she's like, oh, have you ever been to his house? And you're like, oh no, uh, what's it like? Um, and she's like, well, it's it's pretty it's pretty lavish. Uh, like it, it's a pretty big compound. Like me and like seven other people have to take care of it. Uh, I can only imagine. <laughs> And he's got, oh, he's got so many quirks. We have to like, we're like, it's like 100% one of those situations where we're like not allowed to look him in the eyes uh, when we're on staff. And we're like, yes, Mr. Slayton, no, Mr. Slayton. Like there's no air of like ease or anything when he's like in, in the house, even though he hasn't been to the, his house. It's like he doesn't even live there anymore. Uh, he's not been there for like, he's been off and on for like the last like two months, but whatever. We've still got to keep people from robbing it, I guess. Uh, and, uh, she also explicitly says like, you know, he's got this, he's got like this big pool, um, and this like huge study and his, like, she's like, he's got like a closet full of suits that is like the size of my bedroom. It is ridiculous. Um... And then she. Who needs that many suits? <laughs> I know, right? Like, I mean, I understand that he has to, like, he's got to be fashionable or whatever, but I can't imagine he ever, like, some of these have to have never been worn. Um, and then she also A is waste. like, she's like, and there's like this whole building we're not even allowed to go into. Uh, like, it doesn't even have a, like, the door has like one of those, like, ridiculous key card locks. Like, we can't even get in there. So, like, mm. how am I supposed to know if somebody's even in there or broken into there? So, I don't know. Can't, it doesn't make the job easy, I guess. So. Uh, no, what I other, expect not. Yeah, what other bits of information are you looking for here? Because she can tell you, like, upstairs. She can tell you what the upstairs looks like. Um, which is, uh, he, uh, so on yeah, the... Yeah, he's got those, like, fancy windows, right? Yeah, he's got all those big fancy windows. And so on the, on the second floor, he has his bedroom. Uh, in kind of, like, the top right corner, which connects to, like, basically a, like, full-sized closet thing. Um, on... Is that the suit closet? Yeah, that's his big suit closet. Um, also upstairs is, like, a secondary study. Not, like, not just, like, a sitting room, but, like, a full-on, like, library office where he does business out of when he's at home. Um In the upper left corner, and then on the lower left corner, there is, like, a rec room with, like, a like a snooker table and that whole whole nine, um, like basically who, like a smoking table? room. I'm sorry, what snooker? Yeah, it's like pool, pool table. It's sure. a it's a it's sure a billiards game. East coasters. <laughs> never um, I've literally never played that game. I just know that's a thing rich people have in their houses. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, she also tells you that uh, in the like on the lower floor, there's like a there's like a greenhouse too. That is, like, a pain in the ass because it's got, like, like, it's, like, literally anyone, like, you can just break through, like, it's, like, the door on the inside doesn't lock. Like, it's just a normal-ass door on the inside. And she's, like, this is the biggest security risk to have on the back corner of your house where no one pays attention to. And I, why would you have a greenhouse if you don't live in your house? I mean, he's... I just... Uh, he is, like, so into th growing things. It is... He is, whenever he's home, he's, like, doting on these plants, and we're, mm -hmm. it's like, there are, like, whole days where we can't go in there, uh, because he's put some sort of something down. Okay. Well. 
Okay. Um, I'm not going to make a snide comment about Stanton Slayton, but I really fucking want to right now. Oh, you can. That's out of character. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's out of character. So. Okay. So, yeah, that's the... Um, oh, and also attached to the pool is a gem. Uh, <laughs> Why sure. wouldn't there be? Yeah. He's a rec room and a gym and a pool. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. rich. He's a fancy boy. He's, yeah, he's very fancy. And um, he lives in this house all by himself. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, uh, to my knowledge, he hasn't ever had a significant other or nothing that's come over. I mean, like, some people come over. And they stay the night, but I am uh, I am contractually obligated not to talk about that. No, of course, of course. It's just so strange. One person living in this huge house. What could what could he possibly need all that space for? Well, well a collection of suits, but yeah. other than that, ego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's pretty much all that she's got going. Um, yeah. So, do you guys need a... I think that's about all that you can probably get out of her. Um, she definitely asked for your number. <laughs> oh, I give it. Okay, sick. Um, <laughs> even though we haven't invented cell phones or telephones or anything in this world, whatever. Uh, you give I have her, a key, her it's fine. Yeah, you give her a fantasy number. Um, yeah. The and does anyone else want to do anything? Information gathering wise. Thinking. Oh, there's an alarm Thinking system. Noise. She would tell you about there. There's an alarm system. Um. It is. Uh, yeah, it's it's your typical alarm system. There's like an alarms on the doors. Uh, most of the windows have alarms and everything like that. So, so he does have an alarm system. I think I was like, okay. I'm like, oh, I probably need to definitely mention there's an alarm system. <laughs> I forgot about that bit. Minor in detail. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm, mm. taking notes on the back of an envelope because that was all I had on hand. (laughs) (laughs) I was taking my notes in the notes section of my character sheet. Oh, nice. It's fine. I (laughs) forgot to print it out when I was at work. So, you know. Um, It would be like that sometimes. Yeah. I just want to wreck it all. (laughs) I just want to blow up this pool. There was no caveat about... like collateral damage, just as long as you listen. Get the I'm thing. already thinking about how I want to wreck that greenhouse, <laughs> just because I can. Um, actually, actually, I just realized I I'm an Aarakocra. I can fly over and do a survey. Oh, hey, yeah, you can definitely do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, know, I'm just kind of like you're a bird. I'm, I'm a like, bird. I can, I can like I want to investigate. Like I really want to know the layout of like how the forest lines up around it because yeah, like, I can I can investigate that for you. I have survey you. and I can do a flyover. Okay, thank yeah. you. Um. So yeah, uh, you do a fly like you. I'm not even gonna make you roll to do a fly. Like uh, actually, uh, 
I think in Blades in the Dark, you tell me tell me what you want to roll, but I feel like there needs to be some sort of roll. So I feel like this can either oh. be Prowl or Survey, whichever one you kind of want it to be. Uh, I guess they're kind of one in the same scene. Like, wait, wait, this is the wrong character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, I would totally rather roll Prowl. Okay. Yeah, because like it's one of those things where you say either you're trying to get information or not. Because like you are going to be flying in the air, and you are a person-shaped bird. So yeah, <laughs> these are people who that's have definitely true. run into Aarakocra in like in existence. <laughs> like they know that's, what bird. That's are. true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I'm gonna since I have two two dots in prowl, I'm gonna want to roll prowl. Okay. Yeah. Go so for you it. You know, you know that meme that's like these birds are birds aren't real. They're FBI spy drones. Yes. That's what Eric Ocker are to fucking stand. And he's just like, <laughs> not another one. No. I see you. <laughs> as long as okay. he can have nightmares about birds, that's all I care about. Oh, Jesus Christ. He has like an animated scarecrow that like is like yes. a, just a golem. <laughs> it nice. will attack you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oof. Well, okay. That's not as bad as it could be. I rolled, uh, I rolled a three and a four. So okay. the four is my highest. Yeah, four is not that bad. Um, so you do get some, inf- like, you get some information. So the, the, you get, obviously, baseline visual information. It is a big house. Um, and based on the description of the rooms that you got, they have to be, like, there's not a whole lot of rooms. It's just a very spaciously, um, like, kind of spaciously laid out, has to be, or something. Um, the... The building that is kind of different from the other other two buildings, the one that apparently no one goes into but Stanton, um, it like is decidedly a different architecture. So like, uh, you know the 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 other two buildings they have kind of like a, a low slant to their roofs with uh with like the um with like the clay tiled shingles and everything, making it look very like kind of palatial. Um, and the other building is like very utilitarian, like short. Uh, brick, like flat topped building or flat top top, uh, kind of like a ventilation system on top and everything like that. Uh, you don't see any windows or anything on it from from your sort of inspection. Uh, there is, it's kind of hard to tell where Stanton's property ends and starts. You know, it's like about five acres, but you don't know in like what way that goes out because there's still there's not even a whole lot of buildings near his house. Um, like the other houses that are near his house are like big fancy compounds for other rich people. Um, so it's kind of hard to figure out where the lines are, but there is about like, there are woods that kind of bump up to the back of his, his kind of compound. They're about, um, they're probably about like 20 yards. It's like probably about like 20 yards of distance. Um, there's like a small, uh, like kind of like backyard patio, like deck situation coming off the back of the house and then like a large section of flat land and then woods kind of open up into there. Um, a little bit further into the woods, there's a, there's like a small stream that kind of, or like kind of like, well, it's probably just the river. Uh, the river kind of comes through, uh, here it's kind of a, like it's a smaller point, but occasionally you do see like, um, a, you know, boat, like a shipping boat come through or something like that. um, He's got a fountain in his front yard. Uh, I have asshole. a question. Yes. Does the building that's not like the others, does it look like it has a door? Uh, you could probably, in surveying around, you could, there is, um, there is a door 
uh, kind of on the top end where it's next to the main house. There looks like there's a door. Um, you can't 100% sure be sure what it's made out of, but it's just painted like a flat gray. Um, okay. So it's probably not something that we we don't necessarily have to reach by like hidden underground tunnels. No, or it doesn't. Something. It just seems like you can theoretically walk into it. Um, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else I'm missing or that you're looking for? And I can kind of tell you, like, based on the four, what we get. That's just kind of like what I'm thinking. If like there could be just yeah. some information I'm not thinking of. No, that was. Th- that was the only thing that you didn't say that I was interested in. Okay. Everything else, you know, you covered everything else. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of, like, because the way that, like, the way that you had to do, like, you're afraid of being too low and them noticing you, so you're pretty far away. You can see where, like, because it's brick on one side and then there's a gray door, but you're like, okay, up, there's a door. I know what a door looks like from this distance, but you can't get, you're a little too far away to make out, like, fine detail on it. Also, you're just a pigeon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anything else? Um, are we going to want to go tonight or you I definitely mean, so tomorrow like, night? Yeah, tomorrow gone. night is explicitly right. when it needs to happen. So that also gives you right. a lot of like, I, I figure we can definitely bake in some time if you need to like flash back to something. So, yeah. Okay, great. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, at the moment, that's that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Alrighty. Okay, so let's go ahead and move to the engagement. Um, so, so how do you guys want to, using the information that you have now, uh, what are you guys thinking about? So, uh, for those of you who haven't played Blades in the Dark before, uh, there are uh, six types of uh, ways of kind of, like, attacking a facility. What you do in Blades in the Dark is you don't set up the exact way that you get into the facility. You just assume that your characters did a lot of planning, and we just figure out how well that plan happened. Uh, and there are six types of plans that happen. So there is Assault, which is do violence to a target. Uh, and I... There's details from each of these that I need to sort of set up the things, and the detail on assault is the point of attack. Uh, deception, which is lure, trick, or manipulate. The detail is the method of deception. Stealth, uh, trespass unseen. The detail is the point of infiltration. Uh, the occult, which is engage a supernatural power. The detail is the arcane method. Uh, social, uh, negotiate, bargain, or persuade. Uh, details the social connection. And transport, which is carry cargo or people through danger, detail, route, and means. Uh, and so what, what are you all, what you all thinking? Um, so my Tempest ability uh, allows me that um, I can push myself to do one of the following, which is to unleash a stroke of lightning as a weapon or to summon a storm in the immediate vicinity, uh, which is torrential rain, roaring winds, heavy fog, chilling frost or snow, etc. Oh, hell. So I <laughs> can give us uh, a heavy fog cover um, around whatever building we're going into. Um, so I figure if we want to infiltrate through that door on the low-level building, I can just summon a fog around us. And it might be a little, like, you know, a bit of a a weird fog because it's the middle of summer and there's suddenly a fog, but it will also be a very thick fog that they can't see through very easily. That's fair. 
I mean, I think also with torrential downpour, you could get away with too. Like that would be mm-hmm. hard to like. Yeah, I would be a little more concerned for Hot Toes wings. That's, also, I'm a cat. That's fair. Those are all <laughs> those are all very fair arguments. Oh. <laughs> you know, if we if we combine combine the fog with like some explosives to to lure them in a different direction, we're gonna. All right, so all right, so we're gonna obscure things with fog, and then we're also gonna blow something up. I like it. I dig it. Why not? I dig Why not? Listen, evidently Hato likes making things explode. <laughs> or at least likes uh, We have figured this out. This vines. is what happens. <laughs> it, was, it was mostly um, my explosions as I could use lightning as a weapon uh, and thus make things explode. Mm-hmm. But I'm using, I'm currently, I would use that ability to summon a storm um, for the time being. I don't want to like push myself twice and then okay. immediately go no, in with no, four no. stress. Yeah, that seems <laughs> that's bad. Okay. Like, I'm, yeah, that's like, okay. I as the I've DM, like, that's tinker. probably not, like, a great idea. Um, yeah, no. I've got I'll, two tinker. I might be okay. able to to rig up an explosive with two tinker. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, okay, so what is the actual, what's the, of the categories, what is it? Yeah. Uh, so I'd I, say stealth or occult. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, stealth or occult. Mm, okay. Because the entry point, I would say, I guess the entry point would be the front door to that building. Um, or coming in from the forest. Um, and uh, and then occult is my arcane power. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so, yeah. So, you guys are going to be coming in through the forest generating fog. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, um so I kind of go through and determine how many d6 we roll to determine if the engagement goes well or not. Um, if somebody wants to keep up with, as I say, plus or minus d's, because I, I was going to get all my d6s yeah. out so I could keep track of that myself, but I don't. I yeah. only have two. I, I we only get three. I can grab more, though. We can, can get one for uh, my ability. Right. So we go ahead and we already have one. And then we already had one. To begin with, I'm reading the book. Yeah, you start with one. Okay. So you start okay. with one, so you guys and then we start, start with, with another two, one. Which is pretty good. So, is this operation particular, particularly bold or daring, or is it overly complex and t- contingent on many factors? Uh, are we doing the explodey, or are we just going with fog? Uh, Hato, that's up to you. I guess keep it simple, stupid. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry that was that was in character Hato that's fair. <laughs> that was very good so I feel like just generating fog and running in that's I'm, I'm gonna give it to you that's plus 1d um, All right. does the uh, planes detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them with their weakest uh, is the target strong as the sort of approach or do they have a particular defense or special preparation for it um I would say they would be at least vague, like, the. this is a world that's chock full of magic. I would say, like, a dense fog appearing in summer. I was just about to say, like, oh my god, we didn't think about what kind of magical security he has. <laughs> uh, the, so, a dense fog appearing in the middle of summer, I feel like they would be at least vaguely suspicious of. Uh, because this is a Valid. world where magic exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's minus one? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, do you have any friends or contacts pr- uh, providing you uh, aid or insight to the operation? 
or do you have any enemies or rivals interfering with the operation? I don't think. You oh can- my god! I just realized that one of my options for uh, friends is a master architect. Hmm. Oh. Well. Hmm. I did not notice this until just now. <laughs> Mine are very unhelpful. <laughs> I am friends with a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I did not pick this class knowing that this was a thing. Mm, you can always <laughs> just say, looked down and went, "Oh fuck." Uh, we can call. I was just gonna call this neutral because you guys don't really have one or the other. Yeah. Um, you can always like you can keep you can keep architect friend in your back pocket for a uh, for a flashback. Yeah. If need be. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> All right. So, Stanton is. The Keyrun Collective would definitely be a higher tier target than you all. But yeah. this is just yeah. Stanton. This is just his house. So I wouldn't say that he's, like, he, just his house is probably, like, you're not hitting the Keyrun Collective. You're hitting Stanton Slayton personally. So this is a little less, this is not a spit in the Keyrun Collective's eye. Um, but I will say that there are probably some circumstances that make things easier on you guys, particularly. So go ahead and add one D. Circumstances, eh? Yeah. Hmm. I like giving you things that are nice with like a like a, an air of dread. <laughs> uh huh. So that should be three D six. Yes. Okay. Roll them. Who I'll wants go, to roll them? I'll go ahead and I'll roll them. Okay. Ah. Uh, Got a one and two threes. <laughs> um, oh, oh great! Boy. Oh great! Great start. So, great start. Okay. Yes. Bad result. <laughs> you are a desperate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the key with engagement roles, I guess, to to the the audience at home, is that no matter how bad you roll on the engagement roll, you get in. Uh, it's just what sort of situation you are coming into when you get in. Um, hey, Oscar. Um, <laughs> sorry, my cat is getting up here. Uh, and so on a, a three, that is a bad result. Uh, you're in a desperate position when the action starts. And so I think what happens is you guys, you guys kind of come creeping out of the woods Um they did say something about not coming out of the woods. Yeah. Right? That was said. But you are... So, there we go. That was our first mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, uh, they, they particularly, like, they're like, oh, we've got this big expanse of woods back here. Maybe we, uh, maybe we should definitely keep eyes on that. Um, so, so Vine's sort of, like, you guys are kind of staged in the woods. Vine summons up this fog that sort of starts, uh... It, it like uh you get from the kind of the angle that you're at you can kind of see between the two buildings to the f- the fountain in the front of the in the front uh kind of like driveway sort of situation and so this fog sort of starts um rolling off of the fountain kind of like when you drop dry ice into a punch bowl and then like pulls out and just starts coming out in plumes until like basically it's kind of like flowing up and over the house uh and then you're like, all right, all right, all right, run. And you guys just start booking it while everyone's kind of paying attention to the thing. Um, and you make the foot, like, you guys are kind of, like, doing the football run um, just as, and you're almost to the house. 
uh, just as uh, one of the guards comes around the corner, uh, he is like a he's a he's like a taller half elf guy. Um, he's got kind of like he's got um, dark brown hair and he's wearing his like requisite security guard uniform of like a, a polo and khakis. Uh, and he immediately sees you guys and is like, hey, stop. <laughs> And it's like, stop doing that thing or whatever you're doing. Hey, who are you? Mm-hmm. Um, and he pulls up his his key. In this world, uh, conversa- like in conversations, like the stand-in for cell phones and walkie-talkies and everything are basically like the enchanted keys that have message spells on them. So he pulls up his key and is like, we have intruders in the blah, blah, blah. Um, and so <laughs> you, were you guys going what, – what building were, were you guys kind of go- – you were going into the main building, right? I was assuming we were going into the the different building. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that was yeah. Me, so I don't know. So that wouldn't have been. I was. Yeah. I wasn't sure if we were going to go into the mystery building because they said we needed a key card for that. Yeah. So I have what's called a ghost key. Um, oh, great. I don't know how we want to make it work in this world because uh, Brian, you did mention in the chat about like ghosts not really being a thing. Well, ghosts are, um, they, so, like the undead exist. But the like right. the military police like their entire job is like stamp out the undead, and they do a pretty right. good job of that. But that doesn't mean that like one operator doing a small like as long as you're not trying to like the keepers are more concerned with like a necromancer like sacrificing a whole apartment building full of people than they are with like one person who uses ghosts for thieving. <laughs> yeah. So um, oops, let me scroll down. Um, Where's my items? Um, The ghost key is an arcane device that can open ghost doors, which is essentially uh, there's an echo of of the entire city across ages trapped in the ghost field. Uh, Sometimes a door that that in that place can be found. So I wanted to see if I could, like, uh, attune and use my ghost key to get that door open. Yeah. Um, Was my thought process. Yeah. Uh, so I think what it is, so what does the ghost key look like? Um, it looks like, uh, I imagine she actually has just like on a ring of keys. Um, and so like keys as in like door keys, Mm -hmm. not keys as in communication keys. Um, and, um, it's just kind of, uh, I like the idea of her having like multiple versions of ghost keys and we'll just kind of like be going, "Mm, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, no, this one, and then picks one and uses that. So it's just kind of like, um, like I was really into like when, you know, I was really into steampunk and antique keys and stuff like that. So it's just a ring of like antique looking keys. Um, and they're all kind of like dirty and bronze, but they all look kind of the same. So even though you're like, well, those look exactly the same. They have the same teeth marks on each of them. But she's like, nope, not that one. Can't use that one. Got to use a different one. Okay. Yeah. So I think what it is, <laughs> is like you guys hit the door and you weren't, you weren't ready to be in this like level of like, oh shit, they're coming. Oh shit, they're coming sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it takes you a little while you're like fumbling with the keys and finally you find the right one. When you guys get to the door it is a blank gray door uh, and there is like no handle on it. Like there's no there's no strike plate. You can tell there's a door here, uh, but there's like no handle, no visible way of opening it. And next to the door is like a copper plate with like a sigil kind of carved into it. That's got sort of a faint glow to it, um, which is basically magical key fobs is what this is. Um <laughs> And so you're like, Perfect. you're like, at, at the one point, you just get to the point where you're just like touching keys to the key fob over and over and over again. And then finally, 
Like, it just takes way long. Like, it probably takes just as long as it would have if you guys weren't weren't in imminent danger of being caught. Um, but, uh, but it, uh, you know, but now it's there. You're being harried for the situation. So I would say go ahead and give me an attune. Let's see how this works out. Or I guess you can do something different, I guess. I keep forgetting that in Blades in the Dark. Yeah, you tell no, me um, when you're going to yeah. Attune is what I would do, yeah. yeah. Sorry, might be. <laughs> Oh, I got a six. Oh, fuck. All right. Ooh. So, yeah, yeah. I got a six and a two. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> what, what does what does it look like when a ghost opens a door for you? <laughs> um, so I have a spirit mask that I wear, and um, it's uh, oh, we never actually mentioned our load. Um, oh yeah, uh, I forgot but, to have you guys um, do loads. I say that because I was like, oh wait, my my spirit mask is one load. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'm going in with medium load, so that's five. Um, uh, it, before we get any further, uh, Hado, what's your yes. load? Oh, um, I went in with medium load as well. Okay. Yes, yeah, so did I. Uh, what? All right. I'm going to call you. All right, what part of your name or your really long elf name do you want me to call you by? Well, I have an alias, oh, what is which it? is Vienna. Oh, okay, that's... Oh, I... I'm dumb. I was. I thought that was the name of your all's crew, because <laughs> I was looking at that. I was reading that character sheet wrong. Okay, cool. Vienna. All right, I got it. <laughs> um, We're good. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, good. Okay, Vienna. <laughs> all right, and Vienna, you're fine. medium, right? You said. Okay, yeah. so everybody's medium. Sweet. Okay, cool. Sorry. Just, yeah. I, I'm. So anyway. Yeah. I'm used to running parts <laughs> no, okay. of Blades in the Dark inside of Dungeons and Dragons, so there's parts that I forget sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's one of those things where everyone's like, oh, wait, hold on. (laughs) We forgot to do this. Um, So uh, she has her spirit mask on, which is like a half face mask out of charred bone. And it kind of looks like a cat skull um, over her cat face. Uh, But it has (laughs) horns that go up. I, yeah, you know, (laughs) it would be, (laughs) it's the bones of my enemies. (laughs) It's a bird skull. Hado is always uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so like the, it has like horns that curl up and over her head. Um, And then, but there's no spaces for the eyes to see through. But um, instead it's just like someone took a piece of chalk or sharp stone and like did a bunch of frantic little circles to like indicate where the eye holes would be. And so she kind of like uses that to see through into the, the ghost field or whatever we're calling it here. Um, In Dungeons and um, Dragons, there's literally a ghost field. It's called the ethereal plane where ghosts live. Yes, (laughs) I know. (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I don't know. It was just like, yeah, ethereal plane. Yeah, It's just a one 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 translation. So ghost field is cooler than ethereal plane anyways. So. Yeah, you know, one of those things. Um, so, yeah, she can see into the ethereal plane slash the ghost field, if you're Blade's language. And um, and it's just, uh, I think it might be, um, like, the ghost of maybe someone who was, like, overworked in, uh, like, in one of, like, Stan's factories or something like that. But it's just someone, um, it's just the ghost of someone who was very harried by Stan in particular, and that's why she was finally able to get that key. And it was just, like pulling the one out that she needs in particular and like slapping it onto the door for her. And she goes, Oh yeah, thanks. 
nice. finger guns. And you guys can't see this. She just, like, finger guns at the, the key panel and yeah. the door opens. Yeah, so, like, the ghost <laughs> reaches in and kind of, like, pushes its hand through where the, like, the keypad would be. And, like, you get, uh, what, um, what everybody else sees is the, uh, so, like, the Vines, like, slaps a key onto this keypad. Uh, the sigil on it turns uh, kind of, like, a dull green color. And you hear the the door go tsk and kind of like fall, like begin to sort of open in open in, um, and uh, then go finger guns. Uh, <laughs> but the ghost like reaches <laughs> into the wall, turns around, and kind of like looks at the finger guns, is like uh, awkwardly thumbs ups you back, and then kind of dissipates. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, you probably need to let's go because you can definitely hear like footsteps coming from behind you guys. Yeah, I'm not waiting. I'm going. Okay. So yeah, you you all yep. uh, rush into the bu- rush into this building. Um, I'm assuming also slap slam the door behind you. Yes. Okay, so Absolutely. you slam the door behind you. Um, We're not shooting the lock. <laughs> well, you don't really have to. <laughs> also, I don't know if that would actually do anything. <laughs> it also might trap you in here forever. Huh? I've never thought about that with how these works. Anyways. Um. <laughs> I was thinking about that, that moment in Star Wars where they shoot the uh, the bridge opening Panel. mechanism and they're like, fuck. Yep, exactly. Um, well, it's like, let's not do that. Thanks. Uh, so, but you guys do hear people on the outside like, oh, they went into the building. How do we get into the building? There has to be a key card somewhere. Like, they're definitely like people talking <laughs> in the back there. Um well, that should buy us a little bit of time, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, just a little bit. So as you guys walk into this Fingers room, crossed. Uh, it's a very, so the building is, mm, it's, it's pretty wide. It's probably the, it's probably the width of like two long horse stables, like, like a stable on one side and a stable on the other, that sort of size. Um, and the reason I use that analogy is you notice like, cause as you walk in, the lights were completely off when you, when you, uh, came in, but as you walk in, uh, lights in the top of the top of the ceiling click on like one by one by one by one by one going all the way down the row uh revealing to you that this is kind of like a long hallway to another door that looks like a normal last door on the other side and flanking it like all the way down uh is like a series of um like a like a series of sort of like weird compartments that each have like a door with a big window on them It's also very, like, it's very sterile, very clean. This looks like you guys walked into the middle of, a, like, kind of walked into a hospital hallway. Gross. Yuck. <laughs> um, so, you're sorry, you said that there was, um, like, uh, little compartments going off the ed- the sides? Yeah, there's, or, like, rooms um, on each side of this hallway. Um, okay. It's like, a, it's like a sets of examination rooms um, to, like, keep Ugh. with the hall, the, the, like, there's, like, uh. rooms on each side. Oh boy! Great. Cool. God, I forgot about Sam. <laughs> I know it's like I don't know how I could, <laughs> and I did. Um, all right. I would. Can I like study the room? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can definitely give can. It a, um, give it a nice little cursory investigation. Yeah. What, what does the What does your studying look like? Um, I I think it's definitely just um. She's just kind of like she's pushed her mask back up on top of her head since she's not staring into the ethereal plane anymore and is um, just kind of like 
are the, do the examination rooms ha- doors have windows? Yeah, they have windows. When you look at them, um, it looks so. Uh, do you know what the like the shatterproof glass looks like? Where it's like it's glass, and then in the middle of it, there is a um, ah hell, I bumped my mic. Um, like, there's like a web of like uh, yeah. metal wire, and then glass on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. all of the windows are like that. Okay, so yeah, like her study is just kind of like going down the hall and idly like looking into the different windows, occasionally trying a door handle. Okay, yeah. Um, so go ahead and yeah, go ahead and give me a study. I got a five. five. Okay, that's pretty solid. Uh, so as you kind of go down the hallway, a lo- like so down this hallway, there's probably there, there's eight examination rooms in total, like four on each side. Mm-hmm. Um. And as you look into them, they don't really, like, you're expecting, when you look into them, you're expecting, like, an examination room. And, like, the first four are kind of, like, examination rooms that would have, like, they have, like, beds in them and cabinets that maybe have some stuff in them. Um, And you could probably, like, at least one of those is probably just not locked. Um, And if you, like, you go inside of that and it it feels like a hospital room because there are... Mm -hmm. There's, like, a chart that – the chart doesn't have anything on it, but, like, there's a clipboard attached to the end of the bed. Um, there are there are gloves and, like, empty syringes, uh, like, sterile packs of, like, gauze and uh, surgical implements, whole nine yards. It looks like he's running, like, a weird small um, – like weird small hospital out of his house for some reason. Um, the next four rooms are interesting because the first two that you come across, they are just kind of like bare concrete rooms um, that have like, uh, they're just kind of like bare cinder block walls, a bare concrete floor with like a drain in the middle of it. And there's nothing in it. Um, and so you come to the next two and as you're kind of like looking around, you go to like shake the handle on one and just this massive, gooey uh, tentacle just, like, slams into the window in front of you. Um, and, like, it's like a, like it's kind of like a big, it's like a squid's tentacle, kind of, like, suction cupped onto the, suction cupped onto the, uh, actually, it's not really like a squid's tentacle at all. Um, you know, like, uh, tree frogs? Mm-hmm. You know how, like, tree frogs have, like, big sticky toes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like one of those, but if it was like an appendage that could like slap onto a window, like a tentacle. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I jump back with a yowl and then I like hiss at it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like. <laughs> uh, so yeah, further examination when you look into the room, uh, like up on top of the ceiling is this like cl- clinging to the top of the ceiling, like where there's like a recessed graded off light is this thing that kind of looks like 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 it, if so it looks like you guys know what a displacer beast is mm-hmm. okay so like yeah. it's kind of cat like um it's got these big two big pseudopods coming off the back of it but its skin is green and moist uh the the head of it a uh, like doesn't kind of come to a cat head. It kind of comes to a more bulbous head with like a very pronounced mouth and big bulgy sort of frog eyes. And the appendages coming off of the back of it are much like squishier. And you notice that that's the thing that slapped onto the window. Um, mm-hmm. That and it's kind of like drooling from its mouth, kind of like up along the top of its face. Cause it's upside down looking at you. Um, 
And kind of like there's this like viscous fluid like kind of like drooling out of its mouth as it sort of like like you hiss at it and then like you hear it hiss like kind of like gurglyly hiss back at you. <laughs> yeah, it's real gross. Like it, it like um the you actually notice in the pocket uh in the pocket uh there there's like you know um in hospitals they have like the little thing where you put the mm-hmm. outside of the clipboard outside of the room yeah yeah so you you pull that that uh um you pull that out and this thing is listed as like um there's like a a um like a little printed off label stuck to the clipboard there's no other information on the clipboard but it says uh um it says subject uh subject 25 oh boy yeah i well so here's the thing, is I figured out what Vienna's drive is. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is uh, break every chain you see. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. God. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're letting this thing go. Oh, can we wait until we're on the way out? Well, the other thing I was going to do is I was going to see if there was a way for us to get out without actually leaving the building. Yeah, I would like to, like go through it and I mean no offense to you and your higher purpose of letting things go but I would like to use it as a distraction if we need to when escaping yeah that was what I was thinking okay good I didn't think you wanted to like completely save it because I don't think it's going to be saved we can we can free two frogs with one (laughs) one door it's fine (laughs) um so there is right now looking at this building um, you only see the one door. Um, like, there's one door that leads out. Now, on the other side, you see another, like, you see a door at the end of this hallway, but you know that there's not, like, an outward-facing door on that end. Uh, but you also don't know right, what's inside I'm, the building, so. Or in that end of yeah, the Yeah, and I'm I'm more wondering if there's, like, a door to, like, a... I mean, I guess the building, like, there's no... It's only the one there. Like I guess the building, there's only the one way in. But also, you said there was ventilation. There was yes, there uh, is ventilation. In ventilation there. access. Yep. Uh, mm. It looks like the vents are coming out of. Like yeah, you can definitely like. There's got to be at least one air vent and one like one of the examin like the examination rooms have air vents. This particular hallway, mm-hmm. not so much, um, because like they're like, oh, this is just a service hallway. We're not going to climate control this. But the 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 rooms look very much climate controlled. So, like, there's definitely ventilation that you could, like, crawl out of or let this thing loose into or, I, I don't know, release snakes into. I don't know what you plan to do, but. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On the way out. On the way out. Okay. There's no way I'm going near that thing anytime sooner. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. All right. So, what are you guys going to do from here? Uh, Dora, do you know that you're muted? Oh my god! You know, I was just wondering what nope. Otto's been doing. This I mean, whole time. I wasn't. I I wasn't saying a whole lot, but no, I didn't realize I was oh. muted. <laughs> okay, thank I you. just wanted to check. No, thank you for telling me. No, um, no, uh, Hato would like to investigate the door on the other end, okay. though. Uh, yeah, the door on the other end, uh, surprisingly, is unlocked. I'm not even going to make you roll for it, uh, because that door is unlocked. <laughs> Uh, because they have one very fancy lock and they're like, well, if you're in here, you need to be, you belong in here. (laughs) Um, so like you guys go in there and it's like, basically it's a small office. Um, 
if you want to go ahead and invest, like, let's go ahead and investigate the office and not necessarily the door. I'm going to kind of, like, move that forward so you don't have to, like, roll twice to do something real easy. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd... I'd like to, to look over the office and, and survey it um, and see... Specifically, what I'm looking for is, like, okay, this is an office... Are there, do there appear to be any, any sort of, like, other, like, secret entrances or something like that is specifically what I'm looking for. Okay. Since. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and give me survey. All right. One, D, not D7, D6. <laughs> Rolls a d7, rolls a 7. <laughs> 7 rolls means a re-roll. D- rolls a d6, rolls a 2. Um, so, so, I think what happens... Um, oh, I... Where's my pen? I dropped my pen. Hold on one second. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Uh, next up to blow! No. So, I think <laughs> what happens is... Um, we all remember stress is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I've got two marked off already. I think you you have to declare that you're going to burn stress before you make the roll, though. Oh, yeah. 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 So, um, though, if you guys want to do help, uh, I like the idea of doing the help action after the roll, because I feel like it just makes the help action actually functional. Because sometimes there's, like, no reason to actually help. And so, like, there's no reason to, like, burden people multiple times if they're not going to help. So so if you want to do the help action, which is basically you burn one stress to add a d6 to the roll, you can do that after the roll has been made. Okay. Just floating that here. Going once. Yeah, I could. I'll burn a stress. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead and roll one more. Okie dokie. That's still a two. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. I was we're like, just, we're we're just not allowed. Not allowed. No, no. allowed. Okay. Nope. Cool. We are disallowed. So uh, while you're going through um, the, like what you, what you find in this desk, uh, it seems to have been like it's very Spartan in here. Uh, there's like a filing cabinet, and ba- there's basically just like a filing cabinet, a desk with a chair in front of it, and a chair you know behind it, um, and. Uh, what you find is, uh, what you find is a, you find two things. Here's two things that you find. Um, you find a kind of like, a a manifest, not really a manifest, but sort of like, it's like insurance information. Um, that is a list of property inside of the house, uh, like expensive things that are on an insurance listing. It looks like for whatever, like Stanton keeps like important personal papers inside of, you know, the secure building and not in his desk in the house because he's probably more afraid that people are going to get into that than he is things getting into here, which is nice for you because you have, like, a list of expensive things, though, like, a cursory glance at it tells you that there's not uh, there's not necessarily a ruby. Like, a, you know, big-ass ruby is not, like, listed on, on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's no, like, physical yeah. descriptions of anything. But, yeah, there's, like, they, they do, well, they do list some things. They're, like, like a piece of art by blah, 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 um, helm crafted by blah, 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 that sort of thing. Um, what you also find 
is like um a like it's like a little uh it's like a little jade beetle um that was like sitting in here uh and as you kind of like go to pick it up and like oh, like oh cool cute little jade beetle it like turns its little jade head at you and then like scurries up under and around the desk and you go to kind of catch it but you can't get it as it kind of like slips under the door and skitters out of there and i'm gonna go ahead and advance a clock uh, oh great oh boy <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah you guys have like Lovely. um you, like you you're like okay there are definitely valuables inside of the house uh and the did we determine no we did not determine how stanton keeps his valuables um but this talks no. this does talk about a safe like his uh his like insurance information because you have to you like legally have to keep it some kind of protected. <laughs> so you do know that there's a safe full of valuables. Uh, you have a Great. way out. There's two ways out of the building. You could either hop up onto the roof and through the ventilation system, uh, or there's the door. But there doesn't seem to be a way out of this particular little office. Uh, I mean, other than the ventilation system or the door, there's no extra way out. There's two ways out. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm a fan of going up on the roof. Um, yeah. <laughs> the and cat and the bird are like, yes, let's be high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's fine with me. Um, so, Vienna, I don't know if you want to go do your little free willy project <laughs> or, um, you know, what have well, you. Well, I was just going to open the door. Right, yeah, I know. I just wanted to say, like, do you want us to wait for you, or do you want us to get up on the roof and you join us? It'll take two seconds. All right, I'm going to start trying to get the, the vent open. Okay, and Vienna's going to go and open. Up. I'm just going to stand on his desk with very little regard to what I'm kicking over, mm -hmm. uh, and use that as access to the vent from... Yeah, from the yeah, office. you can easily get into the vent. I'm not gonna make you like try and get into the vent. You, you, you are guys are thieves. You have thieved before. You can get into the ventilation system of the building. Um, mm -hmm. What I'm worried about is this room with a monster in it. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, hmm. So you can just let. So, I'm gonna so, completely sideline your game by freeing this monster. No, it's I'm fine. Sorry. Um, so my. <laughs> so. You can let the monster out, but the monster can't get out into the wider facility. You have to open two doors. Right. All right. Okay. So tell me how you do that. Um, trying to think is if Vienna is the kind of person who would pick a lock or who would kick a lock. <laughs> if you need a lock pick, the door does open inside, so you can't kick the door out. Like it would be really hard to kick the door open. Yeah, if if you need a lock picked. Yeah, that might be useful. Uh, the I think Vienna is a kind of person who would kick a door open, but I think that they realize that this door can't be kicked. So so open. the key the thing with the key fob doors is they're not like there's not a tumbler lock. Well, there's not a visible tumbler lock on them. Uh I would say that you can if you want to. I'm not saying you can't uh try and pick the door. It's just going to be I like if you're gonna pick the door, I would say you're probably oh. in like a risky position to do it. Uh, just yeah. No, 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 no. 
What if I use my tinker to take the door off its hinges? Ah, shit. All right. Yeah, go for it. Okay, that is... That is... I mean, you guys are in here. Uh, they can't... Like, I would still say it's risky because you guys are still being harried, and this is taking more time than you could be using to just escape. But, but yeah, go for it. I want to push you- myself because I want this okay, to work. do it. I'm not saying no. I'm derailing the game. No, you're just adding complications, know, which mark. I like. Come on, sidekick. Come on, dice bot. Come on, bud. You can do it. Okay, I'm gonna... Prolonged drum roll. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it's, it seems like a... There we go. I've got two sixes. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck yes. That's a critical success. So uh, you take experience, because that's a... You critically succeeded on risky maneuver. Um, and... Yeah, you, you like, you're like, oh, yeah, I know how to, like, so they are, so the key thing is, like, you pop the hinges, like, you pop the pins out of there, um, and uh, Vienna, like, pulls on the door thinking that it's just going to kind of fall off its hinges, and it doesn't, you're like, oh, no, I know what to do, and so you kind of, like, stick, uh, like, a sponger or something kind of, like, back in there and kick a little plate that, like, basically, because what it does is, like, when you shut the door, it puts through some uh, pins through the locks to keep the locks from actually being able to be taken off. Uh, but mm. you like put a sponger in there. You hit a little. You hit a little. Um, a little. Uh, little trigger inside of there, and it retracts those. And so, like, yeah, you can just pull, pull this door off its hinges. And uh, luckily, there's no guard standing directly on the outside because they're all frantically searching for a key. <laughs> or I think what you do is like you hear somebody on the outside there. And so you pull the door open just a bit kind of backwards. So like this thing could probably knock it over and get out. Uh, but it's not visibly, it's not noticeable enough that anyone's paying attention. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. So, so now you've got to open the door with the weird frog cat. (laughs) Now is that, does can can uh, Vienna kick that one in? Yeah, you can probably kick that one in. I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, you can kick it in. Um, yeah, how? Like, yeah, if you're gonna kick it in, that would be wreck. That's wreck, mm-hmm. which I have uh, no pips in because I didn't take any of the the attack ones. <laughs> so yeah, Vienna's just. Vienna is just like this. <laughs> well, we're no, mm, mm. we're here. I'm helping okay. you. <laughs> That's good. That's real good. Yeah, Vines <laughs> is on. Is like in the ventil. Is like on the roof. <laughs> Vines waiting. is already on the roof. Like she's like, I ain't fucking with this frog <laughs> shit. Uh, That's uh. fine. So <laughs> she okay, has so wreck, no. but she ain't. Roll she ain't 1D6. there for this. One d six. Great. <laughs> I was considering pushing myself, and I'm like, hmm. You could push yourself that would bump yet. it up to 2d6. Yeah, but I'm like, not yet. Oh, Six. Oh, Christ. <gasps> yes. Nice. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm so excited. <laughs> so, I don't think it was ever really a worry of you guys actually kicking in the door, because I think what it is is, like, you guys kind of, like, step back since, since, um... Since uh, Hato is helping, you guys kind of step back and, like, in tandem, just kick the door, like, right at the handle, like, pop it open, um, like, 
like just crack right through it. It kind of bends the metal out that was the door facing and the door comes open. Um, and I think what it is is like the frog monster sees this like let's go of the like is the weirdest shit you've ever seen the cat frog lets go of the ceiling and then like a cat flips over and lands on its feet uh yes <laughs> and pseudopod grabs the door and pulls it open as you two like dive into the office and shut the fucking door behind you as this thing like crashes out into the hallway and then you good guys, yeah i'm so you excited scurry up through the ventilation system um god i'm so glad that yeah. worked <laughs> Me too. Three sixes. 